Hey there, welcome to Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma. This is Nick, and tonight's topic is the greatest addiction. Welcome to the Illumination Podcast with Nick and Kizma, bringing you ancient wisdom for modern day success so that you can sparkle just a little bit brighter each and every day. If what you hear speaks to your soul, go ahead and give us a rating and a review in iTunes. You can also find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And hey, if there's somebody in your life that you think would enjoy this podcast, go ahead and share it with them. Well, good evening, Kizma. Hello. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Getting ready for a big trip, are you? I'm going on a trip tomorrow. Far, far away. (laughs) Far, far away. Kizma's not yet packed, but that's okay. Uh, It'll get done. Mm -hmm. You're like the master you're the yeah. master traveler. You're quite master. experienced and skilled. Yeah, I'm going to fly into Hong Kong, which is one of my favorite airports of all time. Super I cool. I love that airport. Very cool airport. Yeah. And then I'll hang out in Hong Kong for a few days and then flying to Abu Dhabi and going to see my little Zoe who's graduating on the 23rd. Graduating college. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's so cool. Are you comfortable calling yourself a successful parent at this point? Oh, man, she did it. You know, I don't know. It wasn't much of me. She really pulled it off. Okay. Yeah. It's so something luck. within her. So we're chalking it up to luck? I, no, I mean, <laughs> I think, you know, there were, I had, I had some good um, knowledge to go, go with. And I certainly demonstrate as best I could, but I didn't study for her. You know, I didn't apply to college. I didn't get a full scholarship. I didn't get a Fulbright to go to Morocco next year. Like that was her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly she's very driven, yeah. you know. I think the, you know, before we get to our topic, the one thing I know I did correctly is when she decided, I remember the day she's like, I know where I wanted to go to college. I'm like, where? And she's like, New York University, Abu Dhabi. And I'm like, what? I mean, we lived overseas, but I was like, Abu Dhabi? And I really supported her in that because it was so in her, like that's where she wanted to go. So that was one thing I did right. like, okay, if you want to go there, then let's do this. And we went to New York, we went to an interview, you know, it was an amazing presentation on the school, which was really competitive. And I could just feel her next to me. It's like, this is where I want to go to school. And so I asked her, I'm like, do you want to go here? And she's like, yeah, but I don't know how I can get in. I'm like, you go talk to that man who gave this amazing presentation and you get to know him and you figure out everything you need to do to stay connected to him and do your best. And she did it and she got in. (laughs) As always pretty awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. She goes and gets it. She does. That's uh, something I really dig Mm -hmm. about her. Yeah. Well, I I personally think that you had a little more to do with that maybe than... (laughs) You'll say, yeah, I but uh, I gave her good advice at that point because that that recruiter really did like her. Like it, I was just like, go up and talk to him, and that's that's just a lesson. Like when you, for those of you listening, when you see something you want, go after it. Like connect with people, you know, ask questions, do everything you can if that's what you really want. Yeah, I think the most important part there that you just said is ask questions. Yeah, questions are great. Because like, I think a lot of times we assume that Mm -hmm. there's a certain way there or a certain path or a certain sequence of events or whatever. And that may or or may not be accurate, Mm -hmm. you know, at all. And at the end of the day, 
nobody's doing anything alone. Like you need people, like you need Mm -hmm. humans to help you along the way. And if you just form a relationship and conversation and ask like, what do I need to do? Then that path can unfold a lot easier. It's true because, you know, I remember his name was um, Kyle. I think his name was Kyle, the greatest guy in the world. And he just said to her, well, look, you're really awesome, but it's really competitive. And if you have an ACT score at like 32, don't even bother submitting it. And I remember she looked at me as like, oh my, because that, that's a pretty good ACT score. But then she started asking questions and she's like, well, I speak Chinese. He's like, oh, she's like, yeah, I used to live in Hong Kong. And and then I said, of course, because she was too shy, I'm like, and she's got this um, merit scholarship from University of Liggett. And he's like, oh, that's really good. And it was like just one thing after another. It didn't, in other words, the message is, Everybody thinks ACT and SAT. And she had a decent ACT score, but decent didn't make it. You had to be like near to perfect or perfect. But there were other things they were looking for. They were looking for languages. They were looking for leadership qualities. They were looking for someone who could actually interact and get their head out of their phone and their computer. And so that was what she was doing. And he was so taken with that that he really went to bat for her. It's pretty amazing how you can leave an impression just by like being a being a human being with somebody else. That is you know? so true. Like it's so really easy true. to get your head stuck in your I'm telling you guys, look around. The next time you go to dinner, the next time you're standing waiting for the crosswalk, the next time you're at the mall, look around. 90% of people are on their phones. Their heads are down. They're not present with the people around them. They're not present. And when you can be present with someone, I mean, I think that was the other thing I did um, as a good parent. I noticed something in Zoe. This is turning into a Zoe podcast. She's going to be embarrassed. (laughs) But we were at my mom's funeral. And Zoe flew in from London because she was doing J-term there. And she made it just in time for like the memorials. No, it's visitation, like Mm. the day before. And so she made visitation and she made the funeral. And I watched her with all these people that she never met or met maybe when she was two and she was so present with them like even if they're just coming up and saying all this stuff like she looked them in the eye she smiled and she spoke to them and I was like and I said to her after I'm like Zoe you really have a gift and she's like what do you mean I'm like you're present with people and that is something that we don't find that often anymore so people go out and be present with one another (laughs) Yeah, and it's really easy to discount something that just seems so natural. It's like so natural to her. Like that's yeah, just how she yeah. is, you know. That's Well, and it's also something that wouldn't it be great if everybody was present with everybody else, but they're not. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. Um, be a very different world, I think. It would be yeah. a different world. Different. So, yeah. yeah. Well, exciting. Mm-hmm. Happy trails. Yay. Party time while you're gone. Oh, Nick's going to party it up. <laughs> party it up. All right, listeners, I want you emailing Nick at sourcemovement.com. Make sure he's behaving over here at the Source Movement Chateau. Source Movement headquarters. Yeah, Illumination Academy headquarters. Well, we're talking tonight about uh, drama. Drama. And uh, this is really, I-, I believe, the greatest addiction that especially especially at least in the United States mm. and in many Western cultures, but 
in in the United States for sure the greatest addiction. Mm-hmm. And sure, there's some other competition, like no question. Yeah, sadly, sadly, I mean, there's definitely like food. I don't Heroin. even uh, drugs doesn't even come close though to, yeah, to but, the drama. But addiction. we're not doing well in the drug scene, especially with our young people. It is not good. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But uh, but drama off the yeah, charts. Right. And this is the one that nobody thinks that they really have because mm-hmm. it's like it just becomes like a normal thing. So um, drama, like why don't talk about drama a little bit? Like when you look at drama, like what do you see as drama? What I see as drama, and I just did a little video on Facebook about this. I see drama as exiting ourselves and putting our business in someone else's business, which it doesn't belong. It's like trying to escape what, we actually are going through, working on, experiencing whatever it is and sticking our nose where it doesn't belong and then creating this entanglement. And then the drama, you know, when we look externally, like I said this on my video, if you go to the supermarket and I did this yesterday, I have to admit, I'm looking at like Star Magazine because we usually don't go to like what we're usually at Jimbo's or Whole Foods, but I ran into Vons and they have all those those magazines and they're actually very... The headlines are very compelling. Yeah. You know, something about Brad and Angelina, and there's a picture of Angelina Jolie, like just makes me so sad because she's so beautiful and just like leave her alone. But there's Brad supposedly cheating on her. And I was like, what? Because he's so awesome. And I almost bought it. And I'm like, no, don't do that. (laughs) But here's the thing, like part of it is we look at some of these people as role models you know, like Brad Pitt to me is like a really smart human. And I think he's really got it together. But then sometimes when you see these celebrity magazines or the gossip or you turn on whatever the TV show is and somebody's ruining their life with drugs or cheating on someone and they're a celebrity, I think the go-to is, wow, well, if they can do that, my life must not be so bad. So it's really just like a comparison thing. It's a comparison. I mean, if Brad Pitt can go and cheat on his, which I'm not saying it's true because I don't know, but if he did that, then, oh, my marriage, which, you know, you know, people might be thinking the marriage I have, even though I don't talk to my husband and we sit on the sofa and watch TV all the time, it's not that bad because he's not out cheating on me, which, you know, could or could not be true. Hmm. Yeah. It is a comparison thing. Yeah, for sure. And Uh, I'm pretty sure Brad's not, Brad, don't do that. Come on, Brad. I'm a fan. I, I I don't even have an opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I hope he's not. You know, Angelina, I, I just I love think it's you. not cool. Cheating's yeah. not cool. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I look at it more as just putting unnecessary emotion just where it doesn't belong. Yeah, like it's I guess exhausting. that's that's a little redundant. I guess I guess to say it more cleanly would be to like is you're putting you're putting emotion in on things and meaning on things that there's just really no place for it. But the question is, why do humans do this? Because it's rampant. Well, we love drama. This is for a long time, like Mm -hmm. a good story. Yeah, I mean, you go back and and story is the thing that has really stood the test of time. Right. And what makes a great story? Like drama, you know? And this is how people were taught. Mm. They were taught through stories and parables, uh, and there's always a lesson to it. And so and, I like a good story. But it's I like this, a good movie. It's the story that really helps to drive it home and the impact, like a great story, right? So I think in a certain sense, it's like we get kind of we get kind of addicted to that and we just kind of expect that in things. 
I don't know. I think I love a good story. I love a good play. I love a good movie. It's like, oh, but I'm talking about why is it that people, me, you, our listeners, and I would love to hear from you. Why is it that we give into drama? What are we escaping? What are we wanting to escape in our life? And by getting in other people's drama or stirring it up, you know, like if, if you're stirring drama up around you, what are you getting from that? Because there's something I guarantee that you're getting. Energy. But what kind of energy? Well, just energy to live off of, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like it stirs things up. You get an adrenaline rush from it. You know, you get that rush of drama and emotion and that fuels you on through. Mm. So, you know, if your life is boring or uninteresting, you're not inspired by what you're doing. Of course, you're going to look for that somewhere else. If you're not inspired by your work and and your life, of course, you're going to be looking to other things to bring that in and to be like, oh, look at that and look at that. And Mm -hmm. and then it'll become a superiority or an inferiority complex. Mm -hmm. It'll be like, oh, look at them like they're doing so amazing and I can't do that. You know, drama, drama, drama. Mm -hmm. Or look at me like, or look at them. They're such a mess, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. not. And look at me, drama, drama, drama. Okay. Right. Does that, you know, I I think that's a big part of it. It's an escapism and I think it's a pattern. I think we see it on TV and I think it gives us an adrenaline rush. So create some drama, figure it out, and then we resolve it and we feel better. Get into drama, a big rush, figure it out, and then we feel better. So, Oh, like the accomplishment thing? Like I, think, I solved it, like I overcame. I think deep down inside, there's a sense of the breakthrough, right? I was talking about this on my video too. It's like, remember we were talking about smoking and how if someone's really addicted to smoking, their agitation, like the reason they want the cigarette is because they have such an agitation of wanting the cigarette. So it's not that they love the smoke. They love the absence of the agitation. Yeah. Because absence of agitation is happiness and bliss. So if someone is really craving, you smokers out there, stop smoking. But if you're really craving a cigarette and you take that puff, it's like, oh man, it's good. There's like this result, this resolution of the anxiety of the tension. And that in itself becomes addicting. Yeah, the cycles. You get addicted to the cycle of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So take a couple who fights a lot. They fight, they make up, they have like, you know, intimate moments because they made up. And then a week later, they're fighting. So it becomes this cycle because, you know, their emotions rise, everything's going on. And then they make up and it's all lovey lovey. And then it goes again and again. And someone in that relationship where both are addicted to that cycle they're addicted to the feeling they get when they make up and so they have to set up the situation in a way that they can make up and you can't make up unless you have conflict exactly so just always be made up it's a state you know it's Mm -hmm. looking for a state it's looking to change your state Mm -hmm. i think um and then it's because one, but for a lot of people, like one state isn't enough, you know, so you got to right. like constantly change it, you know, so you're always looking to change it. And so you get addicted to whatever that thing is that changes it. And drama is one of the big ones. Like drama is huge for yeah. that yeah. because then you go through these cycles and you get caught in the emotion and, you know, like, I mean, what's more dramatic? Like, look at how crazed people get over a sports game. Mm-hmm. Sp- sports game. Am I even supposed to say it like that? A sports game? I'm not much of a sports dude. Yeah, sports are fun though. Sports are fun. Like nothing wrong with sports. Mm-hmm. I enjoy a good mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um, 
but at at the end of the day like look at how like the uber fans like there's so like people get so jazzed up over yeah. this but what a dramatic setting right right it's like your team against my team you yeah. know we're gonna battle it out and truthfully Nobody knows the outcome. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a game, you know, mm-hmm. you're watching it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's obviously been going on for thousands of years, you know? Well, and I think that's fine. You know, like there, there's, it's entertainment, but the, at the end of the day, what we're wanting to avoid is where in your life are you bringing in drama that is actually really toxic, right? So it's that maybe it's a friend, maybe it's at the office, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's always wanting to know someone else's business or just needing the drama because somewhere in you, there's not that full understanding of who you really are. Because I guarantee everyone listening, if you understood who you were as a like this magnificent human, you wouldn't be looking outside of yourself. You'd be like, I am awesome. This is phenomenal. I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to learn more about me, 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 like in a really good way. But there's that absence of knowledge of that or understanding so the tendency is to go outside. Well, I think that can be taken too far too, where people just get so wrapped up in themselves and like their growth and they've got to like do the next breakthrough and stuff like that. And that becomes just another internal drama that they create. Well, it can be. I mean, if you look at certain processes and events and the whole, you know, walking on fire and coals and breaking a board, (laughs) it's fun at that moment. Like, yes, it's going to give someone confidence that they can kick their foot through a board. I agree. And it's probably really fun. I've never done it. It's like, "Ah." it is fun. I did it. You did it? In karate. I took karate. Okay. So must be fun. Taekwondo. But when that becomes the be all and the end all, it's like, I did this, I got my breakthrough. And then you go home from this whatever breakthrough event, seven days later, you're back in your world and you don't know what to do with yourself. It wasn't a permanent shift. What goes up must must come come down. down. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is when people go inward, it's actually a truthful journey. It's not about the mental indulgence of I'm just going to figure this out and sit here and meditate for hours. No, you have to be in the world and take the actions in the world. But there's an honest examination and really an honest appreciation because people did know who they were and what they had with them. They'd be blown away. I'm pretty sure most people don't know how amazing they are. Yeah, that's that's really, uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty common across the board. One of the most common ways too that people create drama or mm-hmm. is really I would I don't even know the common ways that they do it, but the common times that they do it is just before they actually have their own big breakthrough. Totally. So it's like your little personality starts to get a little oh, shook up and yeah. nervous because things are shifting in a major way. Yeah. And so people then create drama to sabotage it. Exactly. And and they'll be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And then as yeah. soon as we solve it, they're like, Oh, I was totally doing that. Exactly. (laughs) It's a really normal occurrence that as you are progressing, evolving, whatever it is, um, and maybe some of you have experienced that you're ready to go on a retreat or you're doing an event or you're going to work with a mentor or something, and all of a sudden you get really nervous and want to back out or start to find these excuses, that really is the 3D personality and the ego trying to tease you out of it because it makes your ego uncomfortable that you're actually going to evolve. Yep. 
Yeah, you just so get, you got to keep going. You got to. Those are the times when you got to keep going, and those are the times when people stop yeah, the most. And I, I can only say it for myself. Like mm-hmm. I've stopped at those moments too, and that's the worst time because yeah. then it's like a full stop, and it's not like the progress that you made was lost, mm-hmm. but you do have to crank the machine back up and sort it out. And get things going again. It just like takes yeah, so much it's a little effort. Backpedal. You it know, doesn't feel good. And it'll show up. Like it's not like just so everybody knows. I think people get this who listen to the podcast, but just in case, it's like this isn't just like my personal growth and development. This is like how it relates to our lives. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to create something or do something in your life, you know, maybe it's your business. If you have a business and you're you know you're really working it to try and mm-hmm. um get it get it working the way that you want to get to the next level like whatever that is for you before when you're in that what mm-hmm. what will happen very commonly is you'll create drama around it like some other drama in your life will flare up it'll be some relationship that's always you know been a consistent problem will just flare up at the worst possible time or you'll have some health thing or like whatever all these little things will come up. You'll create drama around it and then you stop. Mm. And that becomes the reason to stop. Yeah. And and then the project is sidelined because all these other things are so much more important. And and uh, the momentum stops. And then you, your personality, your little 3D mm-hmm. personality gets to stay where it's at. Yeah. Which is comfortable. So that's how that kind of happens. And it's super, it's just, it shows up in all kinds of ways. I've just seen it so many times. So many times. I've done it so many times. Also, there's this other little rig that our mind and our body does, or our mind. You know, it's like you're about to do something and and, and really take a specific um, high priority, excellent action. And all of a sudden there's an uncomfortability about it because change can be uncomfortable. Leveling up can be uncomfortable. So oftentimes people be like, well, the universe is telling me I need to wait, or I'm just feeling in my body, this, like my body's telling me no, where in reality, like I know that's true for some people, but the universe is never going to tell you to wait. The universe is fast. It wants you to go. When you get the idea, it wants you to go, go, go. And the other thing is oftentimes your body is like tricking you. It's like, well, here's this ex- train of truth. Hmm. Here's this reason to not do what you were going to do. Like the mind will drive you out of it. Oh, it's a big old it's train a big of truth, train of right truth. There. Your mind will pull you out of it because it means you're going to be uncomfortable. Do not stay comfortable, everyone. I mean, every now and then you can be comfortable, but be willing to be uncomfortable. And when you're comfortable being uncomfortable, nothing can stop you. That's true. Well, you become just detached from the way that it feels. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think you can do a lot more and just overall be way more peaceful and happy and productive when you're just not attached to the way that it feels. And I'm not saying like ignore your body and push through it and no, you know, anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is that when those moments come, it's very possible at a pinnacle moment that your body will have some very bizarre reactions mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Like, you think about it. When you go to get on stage for a big performance, right. like, if 
if that if you if that really gets to you, you can get sick to your stomach. You can. You know, I've that's, seen that's, many performers get right? sick. Yeah, it's really common. Yeah. Does that mean that they weren't meant to do that? Perf- like, no. Does that yeah. mean that they're not supposed to do that? No. That's it a really great example. Means yeah. they're nervous, you yeah. know, and and something's mm-hmm. really coming up for them. And then they walk in, walk on, and play the best performance ever. Yeah, because in that situation, you got no choice. Yeah. You like, plan right. that concert. Yeah, I'm gonna go throw up. <laughs> I'm gonna walk on stage, and I'm just gonna nail it. And they do. It was. Yeah. Like talk about a breakthrough right then and there to level up. Like, okay, there's, there's the drama is there in terms of what's happening in their mind of being nervous of getting sick or whatever, but they break through it and then they serve to the highest, which for a performer is like, I'm going to deliver my best, best performance. Yeah. No matter what, Mm -hmm. you know, and regardless of, you know, what I need to do, Mm -hmm. I, I saw, yeah, I used to listen to, um, or I would be the proctor on stage for all the auditions. Mm-hmm. I've listened to like thousands and thousands of orchestral auditions at a really high level. And um, I remember one of the winners in, in the final round, uh, it was a violin audition. She got this horrible cramp in her foot. Oh. And so she was standing weird <laughs> and and kind of like, you know, like in between the excerpts or on the rests or something, like she was like trying to like massage her foot. I go up to her, I'm like, are you Okay. And she's like, I have a horrible cramp in my foot. I'm like, hey, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like she made it to the finals. You know, uh-huh. this is a serious player. And, you know, if you need to take a break just to yeah. get the cramp out of your foot, I'm cool, man. I'll pause the audition. Like, mm-hmm. no big deal. She's like, no, no, I'm just going to go. I'm going to play. And she won that audition. That's awesome. You know? So it's like that kind of attitude, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and there it is. Like there's drama in the body, mm-hmm. but she mm-hmm. refused to succumb mm-hmm. to it. And I'll never forget that moment. I was like, wow. And then on the other side of that, you know, sitting right there, phenomenal player has already a title job in an orchestra. I won't say what instrument or anything mm-hmm. like that comes in to play the audition, does great through everything, gets to the final round and just tanks oh too horribly bad. i felt so bad you that's know a bad feeling um but there it is you know it's like you let it's yeah. it's it's an intense situation but that's where it's like in those situations this is why this addiction is so damaging mm-hmm. is because it just totally distracts you from what you're actually here to do right and i think if you take nothing else away from this podcast just know that all this drama all this crap all these things in your life that keep distracting you from what you're here to do. And you're here for something really important. Mm -hmm. And you have something that you're here to do. And if you don't know what that is, that's cool. Your job is to know what that is. Right. Right. But if you know what that is and you're getting caught in drama and getting caught in all these other little things, looking at everybody else and getting slowed down by it, that's the drama holding you back. And that's why it's the biggest addiction out there and the most widespread and in certain ways, even the most destructive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think there's something that needs to be um, the differentiation between drama and friction, healthy friction. Because like when you're talking about the performers or even things that like we've done to personal growth, spirituality, grow our business, whatever, like there's a healthy friction of like, oh man, I got to keep going. This is kind of tough. But staying in that single pointed focus kept the drama out. Well, the 30 day challenge the I've been doing day is challenge, a great yeah. example of what that. What day are you guys on, by the way? 20 something. None of us really 
even remembers because now we're all we're all in the midst of it. Yeah. But the cool part is that like nobody's gunning for the end. Everybody's just like, this is just part of my life now. Yeah. So we're doing 30 days, but. And how much drama could there have been around that? And because it's our illumination mastermind, these people are amazing. You know, they have such objectivity. They're like, yep, just next. Here I go. Yeah. We set it up that way to build Mm -hmm. a muscle. Right. That was not physical. That was very mental about just doing what you need to do. Right. um, Without having the drama around it. But and that so friction, get there's up friction. Early, too, yeah, right? I'm up early. Mm-hmm. I'm up earlier mm-hmm. than I have been in a long time, uh, and there's certainly challenges that come along with that. Like I get, you know, uh, tired sometimes in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I was up at four thirty or whatever. You know, my body's definitely working harder than it has in a long time. So there's, you know, some things that have come up with that. But the drama. The dr- okay, so here's the difference. The drama part is like, oh, I'm doing all this stuff, you know, and I'm tired and mm-hmm. because of this and that and the other thing and and I can't do it and I'm having to work so hard and you're totally like getting into like victim and martyr and all this kind of stuff. That's the drama. Mm-hmm. The friction is just I'm working mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. I'm stretching myself mentally to hold to some commitments mm-hmm. that are challenging for me to keep right for some people I, i'm sure it's probably really easy to get up at like 4 30 in the morning for me not so much so i'm stretching myself mentally in order to make the commitment to do that that's friction right. when i miss a day i'm not getting into drama and beating myself up i'm just like okay here's what you did exactly And then that's it. So that's the friction. Right. Right. And I think you can apply that in anything. You know, if you're hustling in your business, Mm -hmm. no, you you do not want to be hustling for 30 years. Right. But there's a certain period of time that you're going to need to hustle. Right. And that's cool. So healthy friction is like, keep going, have the momentum, single pointed focus, get through it, do it. Drama is that attachment to external that's taking you out of your own magnificence. Right. And it's kind of like, that's why I think of it more as just putting emotion in where there just doesn't need to be any. So a couple tips to alleviate, get rid of, don't have drama. Well, um, I think the little things are important. Like what? So I spend time on Facebook. It's part of what we do, you know, we we market on Facebook. Uh, we're active on there with mm-hmm. our communities. Um, you know, we make a effort to put out good content and to you know just interact with people there because mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool space. It's cool to see some of our listeners out there too. I love that. Yeah, um, but if you scroll down your Facebook feed, you can just see the drama. <laughs> you know, and it's like it's really like talk about like multiple personalities just coming on through onto your, you you know, your computer screen, (laughs) just scroll down and it's, it's the whole range, you know, happy. And I'm so excited. I'm super motivated. Cute kitten. Oh, look at that baby elephant. No drama around a cute kitten though. No, but if you, if you look at the range of emotions, like there's so much that's just in there and then you start to see the drama, the drama posts, Yeah, you know, and people like it's the us versus them type of thing. Like it, and just really like non-productive types of conversations and dramatic people. Right. The unfollow button is your best friend. Unfollow the drama. Unfollow, unfollow, unfriend or block, Mm -hmm. you know? And I've had to block just a few people. 
Yeah, I've blocked some people. I have no problem with that. because they come and say mean things to me. I didn't used to. I can't imagine I don't want mean things on my wall. I mean, disagree all you want, but don't get mean. Yeah, they get mean about it. I just don't have time for that. But just start unfollowing those people. If if something pops up in your feed that you really don't want to see, unfollow. Yeah, because what we need to understand is you we absorb that and there's a something that happens internally to us. When you read that and you feel it, it's like it's a notch down from where you want to go. You're like, "Oh." And it will stir some things up. You don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it just doesn't help. Mm-hmm. Um so unfollow, unfriend if you have to. Yeah. And block, but so many people they'll just get into the They'll get into the comments and they'll see something and it's like mm-hmm. your mind can't resist it. So you're going to make a comment and then it's going to be going back and forth. Right. And then before you know it, you're trying to get something done. And then the little notifications popping up. Not that I've ever done this. <laughs> the little notifications popping up and you're like, oh, I saw them. Now I got to reply to them, you know, and you're checking every five seconds, you know, and then you're then it's distracting you. And that's like you're multitasking and that's destroying your energy for one. It's destroying your mental focus and it's taking you away from what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So, All right, so that's Facebook. What about in real world, real time? Say there's some drama at the office. Say there's some drama in the family. I know a lot of people, like their families are interesting and different, you know, extended family. I mean, Thanksgiving's always a hoot, but, but what do we do? Well, just don't hang out with those people. <laughs> here's what I think. Well, what if you, like, you know, their family functions. What Limited. if you're at work? So here's what I think. <laughs> if you go to work and there's drama people, what happens when you engage with them? Their drama gets fed, right? So if someone's creating drama and we go in and we're like, oh, really? Well, tell me more, Sally, about Bob over at the water cooler, whatever. You're feeding, we're feeding that energy. So the best thing to do is like kind of just stare at them and don't comment. And at some point you might have to say, yeah, I'm really not interested. But doing so very calmly and coolly and, and collective so that they don't have more agitation around them. Yeah, it's real tricky dealing with it dramatic people because anything you say can like set it off and then right. there's going to be an instant hook to entangle you in it. Right. So in my mind, you have to just take the high road. Like you always have to take the high road with yeah. it. Uh, and there's a couple ways that you can do that. You know, one is simply just being a good listener. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be emotionally involved in, in that, you know, in order to just let, like if somebody loves talking about celebrity gossip, mm-hmm. cool, you know, mm-hmm. chat it up, mm-hmm. all good. Um, as long as you're not getting entangled with that. Personally, that's not the highest road for me because it kind of lets that person stay in that. Yeah. Um. So I always like, I play a little game where uh, I try to direct the conversation or elevate the conversation just a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, just a little bit, you know, towards something higher. Um, And I think that's the real gift when you're not bothered internally, when you're not being entangled or enmeshed in the drama, you actually can gear the conversation to the higher. You really can. But you just need objectivity to do that. Yeah, you can elevate it, you know, and what are you elevating it towards? Like what makes my higher better than anybody else's? Well, I mean, again, like that's up for debate, you know, but if you just look at, you know, the, the basic laws of our mm-hmm. world, mm-hmm. you know, you understand that connectedness is a fundamental piece, right? right? Mm-hmm. Caring, sharing, mm-hmm. um, helping other people. 
and just basically living to your fullest potential. Right. Regardless of circumstance. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. that that to me, like that's what I consider higher, you know, right. is moving more in alignment with that. You know, and I think anytime we're creating more separation or getting into things that are distracting from that, I think it's taking away from that. So mm-hmm. and what's cool about this is that when you do that, when you move to elevate a conversation, then people that aren't down for that conversation are just not going to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, they're anymore. gonna kind of walk away. Yeah. And that's <laughs> totally like, cool. Falling out of your hologram. Yeah, like mm-hmm. people are going to not be around you right. at, a, at a certain point, and that's totally cool. And the question always comes up whenever we talk about this is, uh, well, but I work with this person and I have no choice. Mm. And, you know, I There's beg to differ. There's always a choice. Yeah. There's always a choice to smile and just look at that person. Yeah. And then walk away and go, oh, I got stuff to do. There's always a choice. There's always a way to manage it. Mm-hmm towards the higher Mm -hmm. there's there's just always a way to do it Mm -hmm. and there's always a way to not get entangled with it and i can guarantee you that that if you're judging that person Mm -hmm. you're part of the problem you know there's always a dynamic there and i think that's what it comes back to is like when we point the finger judge go there, we're going to create more drama. When we look back into ourselves and see what it is that we're reacting to and inquire, we're going to eliminate the drama and we're just going to figure out ourselves in a higher way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and there's, you know, you just play with it, like just have fun mm-hmm. when, if, especially if you're stuck, like I think people feel trapped. I think that's Mm-hmm. When they're in a situation like that, usually they're feeling trapped in much bigger right. ways in their lives, but it happens to be coming out about this one person. And if that one person were gone, everything would be better, which is right. likely not accurate. Right. Um, but uh, that being said, if you just approach it with kind of a curious and playful mind, you can really change some of those drama patterns uh, in powerful ways that you might not have thought of otherwise. Mm-hmm, right. And that's just just trying it. Some people really respond to a direct repo- uh, approach. Right. Like, I don't want to have that conversation. We right. need to talk about something else. Some people respond to that just fine. Cool. Yeah. You know, some people get really offended and it'll create more drama. Some people need a more indirect approach mm-hmm. where you just kind of mm-hmm. slide into something higher mm-hmm. by asking maybe a question or something right, like that. Right, right. You know, yeah. I got one of those on on my Facebook page. It just made like a just horrible argument about like veganism and meat eaters and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it was just like such an us versus them kind of thing. And I don't have an opinion about what anybody eats. Really, it's your business. Um, but it's like, why create the drama and separation? Mm-hmm. Somebody's trying to make somebody else wrong. And the way that you elevate it is just not by saying you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. which was, look, I want to own it. Like, that was my first thought. Like, that is ignorant. That is the worst argument I've ever seen for what you're trying to argue. Um, it's to say, like, gee, I wonder what it would be like if if instead of trying to make the other side wrong, we could just really focus on walking lighter, being kinder, mm-hmm. and helping other people. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, I wonder what that would be like. So that's an indirect approach yeah. to just right. kind of right. chew towards yeah. something a little bit different. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. I love it. So, so that's that's elim- eliminate some people on Facebook. Cuss some people on Facebook for sure. Everybody can do that. Um, Take stuff to the higher. Yeah, and just be really mindful about your threshold. Yeah. So true, true, true. As you do your work, 
to mm. be less dramatic or less entangled or less emotional about things, you will have a, a certain threshold. Right. Something somewhere is going to spin you. And I don't care how much work you've done, sooner or later you hit that threshold. Right. Something, there's something that will hit that threshold. And so, especially as you're getting started with it and really trying to get some negativity out of your life, mm -hmm. then you just have to be super uh, attuned to what that threshold is for you and just don't cross it. Right. Because it's just going to spin you out and it's just, you're just going to wind up back. So that's where you have to be really mindful about who you hang out with. Right. Uh, what you watch on TV. Yeah. You know, drama like we said earlier, it's like it's it's it it's like it's has such a history and it is important because that's how we remember things like you watch Breaking Bad and for all the horrible, horrible things that happened to that. I think like one of the things that I took away from that that I will never forget is like, man, when somebody's desperate, it can really change something in them and bring mm -hmm. out other parts of them that they, yeah. they, they would have totally. never seen otherwise. And it's like, that's a real reminder of like, man, like don't be desperate. A lot of us have, don't be desperate for one. And two is like, there's things in us that we don't even know about, right. you know, or that nobody would know about until they get activated. Right. And like, like those sorts of things, like, right. you know, those are like sons of anarchy, like drama, drama, drama. Well, that, and the dramatization of it all. The, yeah. yeah, super dramatization of it. But also it's like they're constantly into more and more drama fighting the battle. And it's just like, Shh. so when you watch it on TV, it's fun because you can look at it and you can yeah. be like, okay, you can kind of see it and it, you let it be a lesson to you. Mm -hmm. This is what drama does. But if you're getting wrapped up in like reality TV yeah. and Ugh. yada, yada, and yeah, that kind don't, of stuff. Yeah, let's not do that. Like, just no don't. TV. Because there's no resolution to yeah. it, right? It just permeates society. It's the worst. Yeah, okay, it's cool. Not cool. So watch what's going through your computer. Take conversations to the higher and look at yourself. If Because... The day when something doesn't trigger you is the day that you know, man, you've resolved some stuff within you. And that's a good feeling. Yeah. That is like entering objectivity and people. That's what we want. It's just, and it's the little wins you really got to celebrate yeah. and notice. It's like when you're driving down the freeway and that person cuts you off and it doesn't bother you. You're like, oh, poor guy. That's Look at a, him. Cut me a, off. Right. That's a major mm -hmm. win. It's a major win. That's a really a big win, you know, or when something, you know, crazy goes down with your computer, you know, mm -hmm. and things go haywire and it's just like, okay, I'm just going to deal with that. Um, great. You know, because yeah. think about back when that would have really spun you out, right, you know, right. so those little wins are really important. Yeah. So we talked about social media. We talked about the people in your life. We talked about the input that you're taking the the tv the music that you listen to all these kinds of things like can create drama within mm -hmm. you um and there's really like ma three major tools you can go to sourcemovement.com forward slash success and we have a video series just a free video series out there um, in our membership site that you can have access to uh, and it covers the three these three major tools. Um, first is cord cutting. So if you unfollow somebody on Facebook, that's awesome, but it does you absolutely no good if you spend you know the next hour or the next day thinking about that. So unfollow, 
cut the cords, you know, <laughs> makes sense. Like, but that, that little added piece really makes a world of difference. Secondly is grounding. So when dramatic things starts to happen, uh, you get out of your body for various reasons and you lose um, vital life force energy and you also just are not as present as you need to be to actually solve the challenge, right. um, solve the solve the problem. Or And it's so much easier for, for your mind to get caught into the drama. So getting back in your body so that you can uh, not get entangled with that, have your full capacity available to you so that you don't get entangled with all that. You become the really grounded, objective person when everybody else is caught up in drama. Totally. You become the most powerful person. So, and the person who's able to solve the problem. So getting grounded is super important. We teach you exactly how to do that. And then breathing. Breathing. You have to breathe. I mean, how many times are people in front of their computer? They're not breathing like fully. Of course, you're all breathing. You're alive. But you know what I mean? It's like we have a cool process of breathing purposefully that will really make you feel good. Super simple breath pattern circulates the energy in your body, keeps everything flowing so that because when things get stuck then starts the drama, mm-hmm. right? So you want to stay in flow. You want to stay in the momentum, right? When you're in that flow, like zero drama, you're just in the flow. Uh, and and breathing mindfully and using a specific breath pattern really helps to do that. I love it. So they can grab it at where? Sourcemovement.com forward slash success. Yeah, it's like three, four video series. You did one on the intellect too. Right? We talk about the yeah. human anatomy, the human the, equipments. Yeah, of that's a great video. The mind, the body, mm-hmm. and the intellect, how those interact. And the intellect is really the be all in right. my mind. Like that's the one that just simply put will absolutely help you to be more peaceful, more right. uh, successful, more focused, more um, productive, more happy, more connected, like everything. Like mm-hmm. if you have an intellect, you can do anything. Right. Uh, and if you have an intellect, you can master the world. If you have a subtle intellect, you can even master yourself, which is even better. So that would be cool. It's so cool. So they're up there, um, really incredibly valuable teachings that we put together in a little program for everybody. So sourcemovement.com forward slash success, just because these are the go-to tools that absolutely every single human being needs. And they've been around. They're not like some newfangled things. They're, these have mm-hmm. been around for- Time tested. Long time. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So go check it out, sourcemovement.com forward slash success. And I think that just about does it for drama. Send us your questions for our next podcast. And we super appreciate you. Namaste. Namaste.